0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Chicken Nuggets podcast on Mile High Sports. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, and tonight the Nuggets look more like T Rexes out there <laughs> beating up on the, on the mm. Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Hey, last time you made a joke in the opening of our show. The Nuggets were the
1: comet that wiped out the T-Rex.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Or they were mankind. Nice. (laughs) Obviously, we have Brendan Boat back on the show uh, tonight because we thought last time we talked about the Raptors, we were on the show together and it went pretty well. So why not do it again?
1: Let's be real. You couldn't get anyone else, so you made me do it.
0: <laughs> That's not true. No, I'm just kidding. Happy to be here. Um, we, I'm going to go over a real quick stat line for the, for the game. Um, the game ended 86 to 95. Obviously, Denver won. Uh, Toronto shot 35 threes and only made seven of them. They were... What is it? Let's see. 39% from the field today. They had... 13 offensive boards, 11 turnovers, 16 fouls, um, 13 assists, 5 steals, 4 blocks, same as the Nuggets, 4 blocks. And honestly, a a lot of these stats were pretty similar, like pretty closely paired with what the Nuggets did as well. Um, We'll go over a couple of those stats that kind (coughs) of stand out as really, really different in a little bit, though. So, Brendan... Nuggets win. Is it a big deal?
1: Well, it's a big deal because it's just another example of okay, this team can protect their home court even if they're shorthanded. I, Toronto was hurt tonight,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: frankly, sweeping a team in the regular season or whatever, it's not indicative of, at all of how a playoff series would go. And so it's it, so it's funny because if you're Toronto, you're you're not worried about this at all because you know right. you're going to be in the playoffs and. Mm-hmm. You know, this would have to be a finals matchup. Probably wouldn't be, but like, you're not going okay because we lost to Denver twice. We can't hang with these guys. For yeah. Denver, though, it's more of like, it's it's what they've been putting together over the last couple of weeks. This is now six straight wins in the Pepsi Center and six straight games in which they've held their opponents.
0: They're like ten for tw- uh, ten of twelve on the last their last twelve games. Yeah, won that's 10 right. Of them. And
1: in the last six, they've held opponents under hundred points. So yeah, I mean, obviously Toronto shorthanded, but so is Denver. So yeah, just um, just more of the same. A team that fights. A team that. Man, they'll lose some games, but you can't blow this team out. And it yeah. looks like in the third, Toronto was getting ready to do that. But but Denver always finds a way to fight back. So, yeah, more, more of the good stuff for sure tonight.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought that similarly, like Toronto probably doesn't care that they lost this game. For them, it doesn't really matter. But for the Nuggets, it does show a consistency that I think has been really important, not just for fans to see, but also for the team to feel, despite the fact that they have guys out, you know, Oftentimes when you lose a star player like Will Barton, then you lose a star player like Gary Harris, then you go on to lose a star player like Paul (laughs) Millsap, you'd expect a team to, um, man, what's the word in Spanish or in English? The word in Spanish is like aguitado, which means like you're like watered down kind of like you're just kind of not playing. You'd expect them to come out. Looking not their best, but they honestly haven't looked bad either.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought they looked kind of bad tonight for stretches. Uh, There were parts, yeah. Probably as bad as they've looked since the injuries. I mean, the Atlanta game was rough as well. But, you know, look, as long as Nicole Jokic is on the floor... The way in which he's good is different than other superstars because it's not about, okay, am I going to go off tonight? Mm -hmm. It's about no matter who I'm sharing the floor with, they're a better version of themselves. Yeah. So Denver did not have good spacing tonight. Uh, The offense looked really ugly. But Mason Plumlee, Torrey Craig, guys who are there to play defense are out on the court. And then you just bank on Jokic being good enough, having that type of impact on the half-court offense, that it's it's just good enough. And that was the case tonight. Well, what's
0: crazy is Jokic even said in his post-game press conference, like, he felt feels like having guys on the floor like Monte Morris and Jamal Murray make everybody on the feet on the court better. Yeah. I think I said feel a second ago. I've been watching too much baseball. I, I mean,
1: that's pro- definitely the case with Monte, but, you know, it's not really like superstars make their teams better. You have a mm-hmm. better chance of winning because they're on the floor, but not every superstar makes every teammate better, and Jokic does. Yeah. And so it is at the point where, you, where, frankly, you like your chances no matter who's on the floor as long as he's out there mm-hmm. because – you know now that Malone has instilled effort and defense yeah. like into these guys. So, just, look, just go out there and play as hard as you can. Defend as well as you can and trust that Jokic will find a way to elevate you.
0: But, hey, I would come back at you with the point that that run that they went on in, to come back from. So they go down in, uh, what was it, the third quarter? Yeah. They go down in the third. They're outscored in the second, but then they go down in the third. Like uh, Toronto gets its biggest lead in the third. And... The run that they made in the third quarter was without Jokic on the floor.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, And that was huge. That kept them in this game. Yeah. And I mean, that's, look, Monte and Mason and those guys, they're capable. There's of,
0: other players on this team that make the team, the rest of the team oh, look no good doubt. as well. No doubt. I like do, if, yeah. When you're looking at their player efficiency rating, when you're looking at um, their, what was it, their net score, net rating well, that we were looking at. I mean, Mason you know, one Plumlee was,
1: it was a plus 15 tonight. and that's huge and not all those minutes were with Jokic I mean you're right it's not just Jokic but again like if you had to be shorthanded you'd go okay give me as long as I have guys like Mason and Monte um, like I like my chances because that's just the type of player that Jokic
0: is do you think those players are becoming more let's make Jokic a verb Jokic-esque
1: I mean, no one's Jokic-esque, but one thing... <laughs> you can't
0: you, be. Oh, my God. Like That comes you, uh, up with something new every freaking game.
1: One thing you have to like about Mason Plumlee, though, is that, you know, he is sort of... Like, his defensive effort, effort has been stellar, but he's an underrated passing big man as well. So he is the type of guy that can get other guys involved. Obviously, we know that's Monte's M.O. So, look, it's it's this is a deep team, and it would be deep without Jokic. So it's, it's that's not to say it's all him, but you just... It's just funny. You start to get the feeling like, man, it doesn't matter who he's on the court with. He's going to find a way to give you a chance.
0: Yeah. I mean, it. I don't think that that's been the case like every night um, against every opponent. But what I think is really cool about this stretch of games that they've had is that Jokic kind of shut up the haters. Yeah. Like he really did. You remember at the beginning of the season when everyone's like, when he only shot one shot in the fourth at, in Memphis, I think they were. That's right. And um, everyone kind of lost their mind and they were like, what the heck is he doing? Why isn't he taking over games? And no one really wanted to understand, like Jokic is just not that kind of player, but maybe he actually is that kind of player. And he just is, it's just like, the opportune moment like what is the best moment for me to be that kind of player and because those guys are out he's decided now is my home I have to be that kind of player
1: that's a great observation Jokic is just going to take what the game gives him and each game is different But he recognizes right now that these games are giving him moments where hey we need you to step up yeah and you'll see it I mean sometimes he'll just for a guy who's not known for just manufacturing points like individually when you need them I mean, sometimes he just says, give me the ball, and he just bullies someone. And it's not even his, like, craft around the rim. He just backs dudes down. Um,
0: and- I wonder how much of it has to do with, like, him. I mean, you know, like, you are, that saying, you are who you hang out with. I wonder how much of that is what this team is going through. Because they kind of have been together, with the exception of one or two guys, the core of this team has been together for a few years now. And, like... Some of the stuff I've seen from Jokic in the last couple of games, like him getting pissed off tonight, Serge Ibaka was giving him a like
1: a hard time. A sure. hard
0: time. He not yeah. in the sense that like Jokic wasn't handling it well. No, but
1: definitely in that first half he was struggling, and with he them, yeah. looked.
0: And you could tell Jokic looked pissed, and it kind of it reminded me of Jamal Murray. Like Jamal gets kind of fiery like as a competitor. Yeah, yes. as a competitor, in that way he gets fiery when somebody is giving him a hard time. He gets you know that's why he liked going you know, up against Kyrie. So maybe this has a little bit to do with. They're all. They've been together for so long. They're rubbing off on each other. Maybe I
1: mean, Jokic has a little more of that in him than people would think. I you know yeah. he 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 doesn't carry himself like a Russell Westbrook or a Jamal or whatever. But like he cares a lot about the result of a game, and it really matters. He's to He's
0: so insightful. Like I just wish everybody gets would get to like just see how like how you described it a second ago that he takes what the ball, what the game gives him. Yeah, he, that's like, really that's such a, like like poetry. If you're like a basketball lover, yeah, you know? for sure. No, and, 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 and that's he can genuine. Do it
1: right. That's genuine, and he, I, I just think he understands better than most guys. Like, just because I'm the best player on my team on the floor right now, doesn't mean I need to score 30 points. Like, he understands when Jamal's cooking. Like, right? And he understands how to sort of get it's out of the way. It's almost
0: like he's like he's just like more mature All Star.
1: On the court, he is incredibly mature, which is ironic yeah. as hell because often he's he a teenager, really, right? But yeah, he
0: can be kind of a goofball. Yeah, I
1: think those are some of the reasons <laughs> that make him, in my opinion, the most interesting guy in the league.
0: Yeah. Well, really fun to watch Jogic tonight. I mean, you saw everything from a Eurostep to a behind the back. I don't oh, know. Over dip the in. What do you? I would call that a big I, dipper. I thought
1: so. I thought he chucked that thing up over his head because he got fouled without looking. Oh, he, he he claimed after the in the post game that he works on that shot. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I if you watch this dude warm up, he works on everything. He's he a does. weirdo. But um,
0: he does some weird footwork stuff. He does everything.
1: It, you know when he does stuff like that, I always like to think like, what the hell is the other team thinking? Like imagine being a player who's not. Yeah, right, that, that His teammates are used to this now. But imagine trying to guard this like non-conventional athlete. Guy's kind of out of shape. You probably think, right. I got this. And then he just shoots it over both your heads without looking.
0: Well, I mean, Nick Nurse said it even in his pregame. He was like, yeah, Jokic is not conventional in any way. We're going to have to work really non-conventionally to figure out yeah. how to stop him. And I guess they didn't figure it out. They put
1: Kawhi on him tonight, which was interesting. I thought it bothered him a little bit in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was funny because... I'm surprised that it all worked out the way it did because Jokic would, would post up on Kawhi and the Nuggets didn't have anything going on outside of it. There was just four dudes standing still weak side. And, you know, with with Kawhi's ability to disrupt passes without fouling, I'm very surprised they didn't just bring in a, a strong help mm. and really just double team him um and try to make his life hell because no one was moving around on the weak side. But Uh, It worked out. I think eventually Jokic figured out how to manipulate that matchup. But it was fun. It was fun. We had Kawhi on Jokic and we had Mason on Kawhi. It was a a weird basketball game.
0: Definitely weird basketball. Um, Yes, to that point, you know, the Nuggets only had eight turnovers. Yeah. For a team that, and again, this wasn't the 100% Raptors. But for Kawhi being out there, there wasn't very much turnovers produced. And then they had 21 assists to those eight turnovers, which is just really productive.
1: You know what else is crazy? They only gave up five points off of those turnovers. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's indicative of of a couple of things. Some of it is that Toronto was obviously shorthanded, but also they missed a lot of good looks tonight. And that Mm. was a big part of the story, that they manufactured opportunities for themselves. And if those shots fall, it might be a different game. But, uh, you know, Denver, yeah, sort of like – really taking that that transition defense seriously and doing what they can to limit them.
0: Well, and that, that's funny that you say if those shots fall then it might have been a different game because that's the exact thought I had about that game the game um Friday night against OKC. OKC had a lot of opportunities to hit
1: big yeah, threes and they sure. weren't
0: hitting, but it's also like at what point do we decide to stop saying, well if those shots – they're just off, you know, Could, or they're cold on the night, and, nuggets it, are the and common it's not that the Nuggets are yeah. actually producing that out of those teams.
1: No, I mean, look, I think the Nuggets are, there were some possessions defensively tonight that were incredible. Some possessions were there behind the whole time, and they looked mm-hmm. awful, but that like the multiple effort stuff that Malone likes to see, guys flying around, I mean, Denver makes it hard on you. I
0: even saw Jamal Murray flying around. For
1: sure. I, look, there's no longer any question. I mean, this is a, right now, a top five defense in the league, and they're definitely the common denominator, but tonight did feel a little bit like... um uh, wow, I can't believe they're missing those shots. But.
0: Yeah, it felt a little wild. Uh, sometimes because Malone gives them so much freedom in the offense. Normally, when they have their set five, their starters, or even their secondary unit, like it feels, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel wild or like sporadic. But because I think like the last two games have felt kind of sporadic to me because. They're like new set fives. Oh, you know they're, they're like and they're not used to playing with each, playing other. With each other so it's, it does look is... a little strange out there.
1: Well look, you don't have to worry about Mason shooting and you don't have to worry <laughs> about Tory Craig shooting although he stepped up tonight again um and, and good for him but it, It's his
0: birthday week. Everybody go out there and give Tory Craig lots of birthday love. Tell him I told you to do it. Brendan doesn't <laughs> love <laughs> uh, He's he, he's
1: been he's been playing well a couple of games now. Yeah. I mean it really he finishes 5 for 14 from the field but eight eight three-point attempts. He was not afraid to take them. And I think he's going to have to be that way because otherwise teams will do what Memphis did in that first game. They'll just pre- like not even pretend he's out there. They'll mm-hmm. just ignore him completely. Yeah. So credit to him. But yeah, of course. I mean, when you're playing with that five, it's going to look jumbled. And yeah. that's why That's why it's all about that defensive effort. So, uh, you know, Malone has to be pleased. I don't know how pleased he gets.
0: Well, Jamal said it at the end of the game that they're not satisfied that's yet. Right. And I think that that's a positive mentality to have. It's not negative like, oh, we're not – you know we're never pleased or it's not good enough yet it's more like like no this is good but they just haven't we got proven more anything. more to do yeah. we they have more work anything. to do and i think they've proven something but i get the fact like basketball is such a postseason. that's right and they haven't even game. been there so and, well they can't so it's not their fault they haven't been there yet because if if you know i mean in the sense I mean, that the season's long and they're no, no, not no, no, there no, like time like, in,
1: in years past like oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah like yeah. This is, they've had a good team that's just missed the playoffs for a couple seasons now. Yeah. So that, look, I think as fans and and media members, we understand now, like, this is a different team. Like, they've proven that.
0: Oh, I would say this is such a different team than last year. Because even last year, you weren't seeing this kind of defense.
1: But you like, no, not even close. But you like that mentality. Like, I think the coaches and the players should feel like, no, we're 29 games through the season. Our record means nothing to us. Sweeping Toronto means nothing to us. We're doing things the right way. But great teams do that across 82. They do that across a postseason run.
0: It's crazy. It's only the 29th game.
1: For Denver, yeah.
0: <sighs> it's crazy to think. Like, I feel like I've lived here for a, a year already. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the life. It's, <laughs> it's sometimes
1: sick. you're like, I should just build a cot in this room
0: or well, something like that. There's know some pretty nice all... couches in here. I don't know why we all don't just set up a little dorm room. For... There's a little fridge over there. <laughs> Security's
1: probably got something to do with that. <laughs> but, you know, if thing. we stay here long enough, they'll forget. So
0: Yeah, probably. Well, I want to talk about a couple of. Low lights, I like to call them okay or grows areas they could grow in what's up with Trey man
1: Trey's a streaky shooter and right now Trey is ice cold and that's just compounding and unfortunately I don't think Trey is good enough at the other little things to sort of like if some guys it's like okay his shot's off but look at the way he's defending look at the passes he's
0: making right mm-hmm.
1: the little stuff where you go he should be out there anyway
0: he's still getting lots of minutes though
1: I mean, he played like well, 30 right, minutes well, against
0: OKC and he played, thir- I mean, at one point tonight I was looking and it was definitely second quarter and he had already had like 15, 13 but, minutes. But
1: think it. about where, I mean, they just signed Braden Goodwin for the second time in a month. I mean, they need bodies. They don't have guys. So I yeah, get that. It's I mean, just they, like he, like he can't shorten the rotation in. right now. He can't. So there's nowhere, you know what I mean? And in a sense, there's nowhere else to turn other than like Nick Young. I mean, it's funny. It's easy to forget. And, and I'm not like, Trey's been bad this year that you can't sugarcoat that at all, but
0: Well you didn't.
1: Last season when <laughs> when Millsap was down, Trey was awesome. And yeah. and so you, you do kind of understand like the thinking of okay, maybe at some point he gets hot again, we catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And when he's good, he's a good basketball player, but he's too streaky. And 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 right now I think he is probably the weak leak in this rotation.
0: Well I actually got to talk to Monte Morris a little bit about Trey Lyles after the game. Here's what Monte thinks is up and what would fix it.
1: Um the same stuff uh, we
0: always run. I try to get him double drag bumps, driving kicks, getting some post-ups. You know, it, Trey's a, a guy who can really score it. He can score it for sure. But, like,
1: um, I, try to, I try to talk to him about uh, just taking the same shots that you that you work out on. Um, and he's getting back to that. They're going to fall, man. He's heck of a player. It's going to be a game, maybe next game, where he just break out of – yeah and get loose man has it been happening in practice
0: also or is it just
1: game time no i mean when we worked out you run off 10 in a row 12 in a row like yeah. it's just I, I think it's just having one game getting back on track that's it. Right, right.
0: well we've kind of hit everything for the night i mean we didn't do it in the normal order that i like to do it highlights lowlights because i try to stay organized when i'm are you
1: calling me out is this my no fault? no no. Okay. this is like right, this right. is
0: because i like when i am by myself if i don't stay within that pattern i literally talk on for like hours to nobody <laughs> I'm just talking to the <laughs> to the microphone about like the same things over and over and i can repeat myself so i don't want to uh, that's why i created that you know pattern of which i try to follow i had a couple questions for you though what up though Boat. um one one question was other than Jokic, who is your most impactful player for the Nuggets, in your opinion? Right I am a...
1: now or when everyone's healthy? Right now. That's a great question. It's got to be either Monte or Mason. And that's, you know, not not a knock on Jamal. He just hasn't been great Jamal lately. And Monte and Mason are just, like, if you use the word impactful. Yeah. I mean, Mason doesn't, like, like every time you go, wow, Mason was great. And you look at the box score and you but that's the Mason Plumlee story. I mean, he, he is helping. I test confirms he's having a massive positive impact on this team on both ends of the court, mm-hmm. whether that's with starters or with the bench. Without him, it's hard to imagine where they'd be. And then Monte, who's who's not just been good, like he's been good in fourth quarters lately and, and is just like essentially a veteran at this point.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, when you do your research on like player efficiency ratings and um, – Things like that. Like Jokic is the only player on the Nuggets that's top 10, but then you go into look deeper and Mason is the next guy. You
1: next could, guy. You could, it's not, it's in, in two short spurts and like too short of spurts to do this, but you could make the case that he's been as good defensively as anyone this season. Hmm. Um, some advanced metrics defensively would confirm that, but you know, he only plays like 17, 18 minutes a game or Sure, so yeah. He's never going to be right, a defensive which player of the year Player, player efficiency
0: rating takes that into account, which is why I haven't taken it like based on plus minus and things like that necessarily, because the PER takes into account like minutes played on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't
1: mean to I'm misspeaking here. I don't mean efficiency right. I'm just talking about his defensive rating individually as a center. He's been as good as anyone. Um
0: oh, yeah. But yeah. You, you
1: can't you can't like, you know, he would never climb into a defensive player of the year conversation or anything like that, but he's been that good. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why you know, lining him up right now alongside Jokic. Um, and with Craig on the floor, maybe the spacing is an optimal. but you're like tripling down on defense with the starters out. And it's right. working.
0: And it's almost like, who cares? We have Jokic for offense.
1: That, that's kind <laughs> of the thing. That's You start to get to the point where you go, man. He maybe, creates yeah,
0: offense. Yeah. It's just, just put it's some, amazing. Put
1: some guys who can protect him around him and, and double down that way.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you could create your own starting five with the players on the, the Nuggets roster, who would be your starting five?
1: What you, mean? you could
0: include injured players, oh, but like then your then own no starting, starting five. I, you I, agree with it 100%. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, I, I think the only real question would be Monte or Jamal, but you could argue that like having Jamal scoring punch off the bench and, and putting Monte in there. Um, I
0: it, feel like they're almost equally, like it's the same thing. If Monte starts or if Jamal starts, it's the exact same thing because you're getting a point guard off the bench who's... Fairly I mean, good. But I mean, the I, difference is Monte really commands the and like directs the ball. But when you have Jokic on the floor, it doesn't really matter who of the two of yeah. them is point guard.
1: Now I would disagree with that a little bit insofar as you have to get Jokic the ball. And one thing the nuggets struggle with is getting him the ball in advantageous positions. Particularly Jamal Murray. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um and but but here's why I'm okay with the starters. When Will Barton's healthy and back with this team, we're gonna see him handling the ball a lot more and and so he can sort of relieve some of the things that Murray maybe isn't quite as good as mm-hmm. as maybe Monte or whatever um and then when you get to push sort of Murray off ball a little more i think you're maximizing him as a player as well i mean the, the starting lineup there's no
0: I, so you're saying uh Jamal the
1: normal five will no, well i mean
0: five. i feel i feel like people don't even remember who the normal five is cuz it's yeah a so ben Jamal Gary mess, Will
1: Paul up. Nicola i mean that's that's the starting five and and it should be the starting five and 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 You know, I also don't want to take Monte off the bench because I think he's been a big part of the reason why that bench has looked so good. Sure. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, this this team, when they're healthy, in theory, they're going to be kicking some ass. But, of course, now, watch, they'll struggle as soon as everyone gets back because
0: basketball. Well, it's going to be weird to – it's weird to have somebody come back into the rotation and change what they're doing, you know, and hasn't – Been out there that maybe their shots they're gonna struggle, but you see Trey doing it, and people are kind of filling those gaps anyway. So hopefully it won't matter, and hopefully it won't plummet them for a little while. But look, a team's gonna lose. Like this team is phenomenal. Their record is amazing right now. What are they?
1: Twenty and nine. I mean, yeah. When you consider the injuries, it's um, and then when you think about how good they've been defensively, it's like
0: we really haven't seen them lose that much.
1: No, I mean you pinch yourself. It's funny. Harrison Wind. We we were all sort of doing predictions before the game. And like Harrison goes, I mean, they got to lose eventually, right? Right. Um, and, and I mean, they will, but yeah, at this point, if this team's playing at home, you just think their chances of winning are really, 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 really good. Which There's, is
0: weird because one of their biggest losing streaks was at home.
1: Yeah, that that one of six it's slide weird, is, right? is just, what a season it's been.
0: It's been, it feels like it's been so much longer. Gosh. All right. My last question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Is you ready? Are you ready? Jenna. <laughs> Whole squad ready.
1: I hear that song in my sleep.
0: <laughs> That's the song they play at like every NBA team's arena when announcing the starting lineup this year. So we hear it a lot. Um, Brendan's favorite song. My question for you is if you were one of the nuggets, if you were one of them, like literally, what would you who would you be and why?
1: Will Barton, because he's the coolest person I've ever met in my life.
0: And you yourself are claiming to be the coolest person. Oh, you oh I thought been. this
1: was who I could, like, I thought I got to pick who I wanted to be.
0: Not who you want to be like, but who is most like you in character or in your style of play oh, I or I don't know these thinking. dudes that well.
1: Give me Thomas Walsh. How about that? <laughs> Definitely more like Thomas Walsh than Will Barton, <laughs> but not really like either of them.
0: But you wish you were Will.
1: Are you kidding? Have you, you seen that man wear a turtleneck? <laughs> it's so hard to not look dumb in a turtleneck. God, I, know, awesome. I really
0: don't I don't think there's many people who look good in a turtleneck. Like Will, Will Will pulls it off.
1: Will can pull whatever he wants off.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for listening in with us guys. Again, the Nuggets take a big win tonight, kind of, against the Toronto Raptors, who are partially healthy.
1: Hey, you know what? I, I make one more point before you sign us off. Yeah. They're all big now because we okay. know what this team can do. They've proven that to us. Okay. Now just get in. So any win is big. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Not because of what it teaches us about this team anymore. Because just keep the W's coming and get in because we consistency know they're good yeah. to yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It's definitely a big win in that way. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm your host Jenna Garcia. Brendan Boat. Thanks for being on the podcast and sharing all this personal information about yourself. Personal information. Your favorite song? Which nugget you'd be? That you love Will Barton and Thomas Wells.
1: Jenna, I'm not coming back on this podcast.
0: <laughs> but it always is the best. We have so much fun. I got it on. Stop it! like that! What are you doing,
1: dragons?